Hi, it's Rainy G. It's the day before Mother's Day. Many Americans think that Mother's Day is just an American tradition. It's actually celebrated in several countries, um, several tens of countries around the world. Not so much in Muslim countries, um, but in, from what I can tell, Christian countries. There might be a reason for that. See, we all have something in common. We're all someone's child. And that means that we all have a mother, or have at least had a mother. It's the last connection we have as human beings to God before we start our path on earth. So there is a very profound connection between a mother and a child. Something that usually can't be broken regardless of human emotions and history, conflict, um, disparities in the family, dysfunctions within the family. Many people have trouble with their mothers, or we all have trouble with our mothers just like we have trouble with our children. But in the end, you still know that you have a mother and that she brought you into the world. Whether you like it that she brought you into the world or not is beside the point. She was chosen for you to be the one who brought you into a world where you had a choice between good and evil in yourself and in the world around you. Most of the time when we talk about Mother's Day or send cards, we talk about what mothers do that they, you know, thank you for cooking all those years or, or taking me to soccer and, and uh, hockey and basketball and music lessons. Um, <clears throat> we talk about sometimes a mother's wisdom that obviously has come from experience and the wisdom of her own mothers, her, her mother and her grandmothers. We usually forget about grandmothers and great-grandmothers because they're gone, right? They're too old. They're not influencing our lives. But I am reminded of a, of a commercial uh, for Ancestry.com where a woman says that she started doing her family history and found out that her great-grandmother had five children and only one of them lived, um, a little girl. So she finds herself being extremely thankful for not only knowing the history but understanding how this continuation of life goes on from mother to daughter to granddaughter to great-granddaughter. And it doesn't leave men out, but this isn't their day. Men were out hunting and gathering food and often providing shelter or at least fighting over where the shelter should be. Um, while mothers were busy trying to raise children, which meant first having the child, which is no easy thing to begin with. Um, and I, I don't think men were allowed to have children because they could never go through it. But <clears throat> first they had the child, then they had to find if the men weren't providing or... <clears throat> didn't know how to provide other than what they could hunt for, how they would provide food for their children 
in the form of nutrition and also in the form of knowledge. There's another commercial on television where a little girl asks her father why the sky is blue and the father answers very simply, well, to match your blue eyes. And she goes into a whole scientific explanation of wavelengths and the color blue being the shortest and is the one we see the most. And, and um, when he asks where she learned that, she says, Mommy told me. Well, mothers do know a lot more than they think they know. Um, unfortunately, many women are trying to become more male-identified than female-identified, which is uh, one of the reasons that we have the conflicts that we do in our world, and especially in American society. Um, women used to be revered because Jesus had a mother. God had a mother. Jesus is God. We all have that in common. We are somebody's child. And we knew that there was reverence for that, that, that this person who carried you for nine months and bore you, brought you into the earth, and living as a human, deserved to be revered for that action, for that path, for that... Um, that reason for being here but we've changed that in America mothers aren't revered mothers are scorned forgotten um, people especially kids now have no respect for who she is often um, and treat her with disrespect they don't understand, I guess, or, or don't want to understand or have been pushed aside and away by leftists who don't believe in families and Muslims who don't believe in women. Um, women are not revered in the Muslim communities. They are, they're scorned all the time and treated like dirt, actually. Bin Laden had how many wives? And what did he do when he was confronted? What did they all do? They pushed the women forward to protect them. So the women actually were the protectors of children, just as they are the protectors of earth. You'll see it in the animal communities where um, oftentimes, not in all, not in all, but oftentimes it's the mother in the animal kingdom that will fight the hardest for the child and die first. Um, so the mother actually also is the warrior, the true warrior when it comes to preserving life and and continuing um, the connection to earth which we call mother earth a long time ago there was a, a major fire in Arizona and California <clears throat> and in the forests and um, as uh, volunteers were walking through the forest after the fire was over to make sure that all the, the the uh, that the fire was completely out. They were kicking aside, you know, ashes and and leaves and branches and things like that to make sure all, everything, all the embers were were cold. And as they pushed aside um, some leaves under a tree, they saw the body of a um, a burnt mother bird. I I don't know if they know or if I know what kind of bird it was. But it was a, a female bird, and um, 
As they lifted the body of the female bird beneath it, they found her babies. And what she had tried to do, of course, was cover the babies with her own body. Um, because they will fight. Mothers will fight to the end for their babies. That's who they are. That's who women are. They are the warriors of life. But when we talk about mothers today, we talk about, you know, what they do. What do mothers do for you? What have they done for you? But we don't look at the bigger picture either. What have mothers of the world done? Now, some people who are religious remember Mother Teresa as being um, uh, totally giving, <clears throat> almost self-sacrificing, almost altruistic in her ways which oftentimes women will do. They almost martyr themselves and, and sometimes will play act that and act it out. But <clears throat> rather than, than talk about what they do, you should start with what they've done because that's who they are and who they have become. Mothers, because they had children to raise, um, or at least had children to bear. Nowadays, we have a lot of uh, communities in all countries, but and in America, where mothers will just have child after child. They aren't really raising them. They think their role as mothers is to um, just propagate and then not do anything to raise that child. They let the community do it. I think Hillary Clinton told them to do that, to use the village instead of the family to um, have all the influences of society around the child rather than the influence of the mother. Which, you know, I mean, she's a mother. You, you wonder where these liberal ideas come from, these radical liberal ideas of taking the children more away from the family and away from the influence of mom and dad and putting them under the influence of whatever... Uh, faction of society that child decides to adhere to for acceptance and for love and for guidance um, most often misdirected so it doesn't take a village really it takes a mother and a father but but um, we've changed that and when you start complaining about what's going on in the world regardless of what side of, of you're on or what wing you're on left or right look back at where it started. Now, I'm not a, uh, a radical right-winger or left-winger. I'm not even a centrist. I'm somewhere that in the middle that that's like a pendulum that moves back and forth a little bit because that's what life is. We're never totally in balance and we should never be totally out of balance, which all we see today is, is one or the other. They never always or can't be totally in balance for very long anyway because life is changing all the time by by the minute or smaller. But So I'm somewhere in the middle there. <clears throat> but what we don't understand is that we have lost that connection. Does that mean that we should be like the right-wingers of the GOP who, who were debating the other night and, and say everything needs to go back to mom and dad and the family and if you're not doing exactly like that, then, then the world's no good and, and we've lost America? No. Um... That was an anti-gay thing that, that um, I can't know, I think it's Rick Santorum who, who talked about that because all evil comes from, from not being the, the uh, standard family and adhering to those principles. 
Well, there was no standard families in ancient history either. Uh, and we did pretty well as we evolved into understanding what children were and what parents were. Um, does that mean I'm, I'm anti-gay or pro-gay? No. It means what I understand and what I feel or my perspective is, is that um, we all have a connection to God and we're all children. And that connection to, the, to God is very personal. You have only to answer to God in the end. It's between you and God what you do. It's not my business. It's not your business what someone else does. It's not a principle that all people should adhere to or die. It's not an abomination, as many Bible um, thumpers will, will, will say. So there are gay people out there who are children. And there are gay people out there who are mothers. Um, and it doesn't change the way people, the world, the way people think it does. I have a lot of gay friends, and I know some gay mothers. Do I think it's right for, for mothers to, for women to have, uh, gay women to have children and, and, um, make them go through what the world's gonna put them through? I don't know if there's, if I said the right word is right. It's, it's not right or wrong. I know it's more difficult for them. But I also know in, in my history in different cities where I've lived next door to, uh, gay people, gay women who have children. Yes, the child suffers in school because the teachers are dumb enough to every year say, draw a picture of your daddy and your mommy. And, and of course, they don't know what to do then, these kids. But if you look at broken homes, those kids don't know what to do either. And I wish teachers would stop doing that. On the other hand, what I've seen is um, a nurturing and a guidance from a woman or two women who are gay who are bringing up children that that other children don't get and if if I had ten kids and didn't know what to do with them I'd put them right over the fence to those women because they know how to raise children and their children are usually very um, what I've found from I've known people for 20 25 years probably um, who've had who were in gay relationships and had children who uh, have instilled in their children a, a, an understanding of the world that says, yep, there are underdogs and you fight for them. You stand up for what's right. You don't judge anyone else. Um, they're happy, most of them. Now, there's always dysfunctions in any community, in any marriage, in any relationship there can be. So it's not perfect all the time. But uh, I haven't found any of those kids. Most of them are married now, the kids. They're not gay. Most of the kids that I know now who are gay came from straight couples. So it's just all it is is, you know, a different path in life that has um, a different vibration, a different energy. And the mother's not at fault. The father's not at fault for having gay children, just as... Um, uh, gay people aren't at fault for having straight children. It just doesn't work that way. This sexuality thing is, is, um, has a lot to do with just the energy that is there when we're born and the domination that that energy takes and the path that God has you on. And, you know, that's between you and God.
that's it. But anyway, um, back to other things that mothers have done. If we think about how they nurtured the world, they really have. They were the ones, it was women, mothers mostly, who developed medicine. Medicine in Native America means self-knowledge. It was women who had to find which plants God was providing that would heal illnesses or heal wounds, stop diseases, make you grow, make you strong, make you be able to see better, make your back straighter, uh, make you to allow you to hear better. Uh, all the things that nutrients in our body do, they're very connected to the earth and very connected to the moon because they, they planted the seeds and grew them on the earth. So they're very connected to Mother Earth and connected to the moon, obviously, for their own cycles, which are uh, often in tune with the cycles of the moon. Um, I actually think the word mom came from moon. Um, maybe printed badly or something, so instead of seeing the two O's in the end, people saw an O and an M. But uh, medicine needs means self-knowledge, and it was mothers who had to have the knowledge of their own bodies and their relationship to earth to help their children to live and survive. And they developed the herbs that became the medicines. Medicines of prescription drugs originally came from the plants around us, um, whether they be what we consider weeds or actual herbal plants, from tree bark, from uh, tree roots, from anything that was connected to the earth. They, they figured out which things were best for what in, in our bodies and um, and cultivated that. It was men who took those that knowledge away. They called many of the women who weren't married, they called them witches because they knew all these things and, and burned them up and took the medicines and put them into uh, vaults that monks were in charge of until all of that developed into pharmaceutical companies, which is all in book one of Forget the Cures, Find the Cause. It was women in America who developed the sanitation systems that um, where you hear mom always saying, wash your hands, wash your hands. Well, there's a reason for that. I mean, when people moved here and we started the Industrial Revolution, well, probably prior to that, but but didn't, didn't well, you had to have the Industrial Revolution to industrialize the sanitation systems in the cities. But the cities were, were um, filthy. The water was dirty, polluted. And it was women who... who um, lobbied, I guess is the right word, to local governments and then federal government to do something about the filthiness that, that you know, cleanliness was next to godliness, but the men didn't care. It was the mothers because their children were getting sick from, from uh, germs and bacteria that were surrounding all of their neighborhoods and, and uh, was in the water. So they lobbied that. So I guess the EPA actually came from from mothers and now has been distorted into a to a a group of radical weirdos that want to make everything I don't know so regulated that we can't even live on the earth anymore it was um, because of their connection to the moon by the way mothers understood the phases that children go through and actually developed child psychology which is often used on adults because we all still have that inner child within us that that 
can't find love in the right places and um, judges other people or themselves the wrong way or thinks that they're being rejected and can't live through that and doesn't have self-esteem and all of that often phases and the moon phases we see very plainly and we follow very um, plainly we, we see what happens to the waters of the earth when the moon is in different phases we see what happens with people when the moon is in different phases and women because of their connection periodically with the moon uh, could understand the phases that children went through as they were growing and knew that those phases just developed into adult forms of, of childhood and so we see um, men who act like little boys and women who um, who act like little girls who want to be princesses and want to be treated like little princesses and, or want to be baseball players and want to be treated like big baseball players and so they develop child psychology so we have the psychology and the medicine that is all attributed to mothers but we never hear that um, they develop budgets as the bartering systems began between people uh, they produced things from the earth and developed things from the earth and, and became innovative and we started the bartering system that bartering system eventually turned to uh, tender notices in other words things that we exchanged which then became money but the women had to know how much was being produced in their area in their household and what that was worth to exchange it to trade it to get the men to go to trade it and knew how much they used and how much they needed to make and how much they shouldn't spend um, so it was women who actually developed the household budgets and still do in many in many households the men you know are pretty proud of themselves because they make the money and they bring home the bacon quote-unquote but it was the women who had to know what to do with the bacon once it got there to make sure it lasted and you'll see many stories of great men um, you know I don't care if they're musicians or or uh, statesmen or inventors or doctors or whatever who couldn't have done it without the woman at home who was um, very often the mother who took care of the family budget so that they were able to survive and grow as a family as as individuals and um, and then when they weren't working anymore could still survive so the retirement systems were actually under women's control uh, because women were anti-war um, and still are in many ways it's the female in all of us that don't want war we want peace it's the male in all of us who understand war because of uh, our, our um, evolution on earth and territories and you'll see it in animals too that they become very territorial and they will fight over that territory I don't care if it's birds or, or squirrels or whatever it is they become territorial because that's all we have is this little territory on earth and we want to hold on to it for families whether you're providing as the father or the, or the, or the male or the female and the mother but women are more um, once the territory has been established they kind of set up their boundaries and um, know where those boundaries are and try to respect them in each other they used to American women have have I'm not I'm not proud of American women anymore 
African-American women have no boundaries. They give their bodies away. They, I, I watch them get picked up by total strangers um, for sex. I, I, I listen to them uh, just flaunt this sexual stuff all over the place and give away the, the reverence that people used to have for women and for mothers. They just give it away. They destroy it. So, so we don't have that anymore. And I don't know if some of that is just the influence of um, Western culture or if it's the influence of Eastern culture. When I see what goes on in many Muslim countries with the multiple wives and, and the Mormons with the multiple wives, why? Because you have to have sex with more than one woman? What is that? Because you want to have 900 children that you don't bring up? I don't understand that either. Um, you see what happened with bin Laden. He was cowardly, he was confused, and pushed his wife toward the assaulter because she deserved to die first. She deserved to protect him. She was trained to protect him. Um, she wasn't his mother, she was his wife, but and actually young enough to be his granddaughter. But um, this is what they do. And they, they, you know, women are treated with such disrespect and such uh, disgust in the Muslim world and often in the Muslim world that, that I don't know if it's Eastern culture that we have suddenly in America decided to say, oh, women aren't worth anything. They can go to work and they can make more than men now and they're 51 or higher percent of the workforce, but they're not worth anything. Um, you know, they could, they're like goats and, and chickens in any hole in the ground. You can have sex with them whenever you want. And uh, the fact they want it more than you do, and make sure you're you're ready for the right moment by taking Cialis or Viag Vi Viagra or whatever, um, because that moment doesn't always last. But you know she wants it. So I mean, it's like, what is that? My mother was on a pedestal with my father, and in those days, you waited for sex till you got married. And it was, and it was to propagate. It was to um, reproduce your union between two people. Now it's just any time you want it, go get it, and who cares? Send use any woman you want. Is that Eastern or Western? I don't know. Um, and many of those women who get used and abused, of course, become mothers, and then their children are conceived in that way, not with love and devotion and understanding and and uh, a connection to God, just blatant and latent and, I don't know, um, it's almost obscene, the way children are now produced. And then they become parents someday, and you wonder what we have turned into over the course of the last few generations. So I don't know if it's Eastern or Western, but it's not a good thing, um, what women have become and what mothers have become. So, on Mother's Day, maybe the mothers out there should reconsider who they are. Think about if you love yourself enough and revere yourself enough as a woman and as a mother to change who you are. And do you love your daughters enough and respect them enough to help them become the women that they should be and the mothers that they can be? And if you're a father, do you respect and revere the woman that you're married to or that you're going out with enough to understand that someday she may be a mother? 
if you're married to her and you have children, do you understand how important she is to not just the child, but to the evolution of the earth and all of the things that we do with the earth to keep the human race going and humanity close to God? If you don't, you all need to re-examine that. Mother's Day isn't just a card and a dinner. It's not um, a hallmark moment. It's an everlasting thing. Uh, when I pray, and I'm a Christian, sometimes I know Jesus is too busy. So I go to Mary, because mothers will always understand exactly what you're going through. And, um, and, and, and they'll protect you the best way they can, and they'll intercede. I don't care what man is out there. If his mother says, shut up, or sit down, or listen to me, he may fight her in some ways, but most of the time, he's going to shut up and sit down and listen, because mom says so. And um, if you're a daughter, you're going to fight with your mother, sometimes tooth and nail, because you're so much alike, or, or you think you're so different. But in the end, you know that she's your mother, and without her, you wouldn't be here, and that you are a reflection of her. So as much as you fight or, or disagree or don't even like each other, you also know that you have the love there for each other because that, that mirror image is, is always around you. If your mother's no longer with us because she's moved on, she's um, passed away, uh, of course you're going to remember her on Mother's Day um, in a different way than, than others. You're not going to send her a Hallmark card, or you could. Um, but think about what part of your mother you have become and think about what her history was 25 or 30 years before you were born that made her who she was and who her mother was, your grandmother, and who her mother was, your great-grandmother, and, and all that they have done for the earth that we live on and all that is being destroyed now through the, through the uh, tornadic energy of um, good and evil. And who's going to triumph and how? And will it be the women who finally lead the way? Um, I don't know all the answers to that. I have many grandmothers, uh, but I don't obviously know the answers because I'm not supposed to, and neither are you. You're, but you are supposed to know the questions, and that's what's important. So as Mother Day, Mother's Day approaches tomorrow, uh, try to get inside yourselves as men and women, as mothers and fathers, as children, and find the mother in you. Connect it to Mother Earth. Uh, realize that it's a global thing and not just in your house or at your barbecue or at the local bar. And use that connection uh, as men and women, to become better, better mothers in this world. Do it with love. Do it with courage, because it's not easy. EarthWalk-USA.com. Spread the word. Thanks for listening. This is Raina G.